Some episodes might not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Is what will be the difference? Archon, of course. Okay. <laughs> What'd you roll there, buddy? A one. <laughs> I got a nine. Uh, you don't know Jack Diddley Squat. <laughs> party must follow a twisted road and be prepared for the unexpected in the twisted and the greedy. The adventure begins just as the party has lost the living star, and they must act fast to retrieve it. First from Captain Catapult, the thieving tabaxi who just won't die. Second, from the red dragon, Aurora, who will do anything to win freedom from her tyrannical mother. And third, from a powerful coven of hags that want to devour the turtle and consume its magic. To recover the living star, the party must recover their ship, pass through the gates of the west, and navigate a tangled underground river through an ancient wellspring of magic. This close to the edge of the world, planar boundaries blur and shift, allowing aspects of other planes to seep into the material plane. The party will need to overcome strange and powerful threats that await them in unexpected corners if they hope to succeed. Hey, this is Kent, your Dungeon Master. Do you make stuff for 5e tabletop role-playing games? Maybe it's content, like a new monster, an item, new spell even. Or possibly you make other stuff for 5e games. Miniatures, maps, whatever. Our podcast is opening up sponsorships for your business. And we want to help you advertise what you have and give it a first-hand experience by players for players. So contact us on our Facebook page at the LARP channel or email us directly dragonbornwarlock at gmail.com and let us help you. That's Mercer's turn. Celine's turn. Make a ranged attack, spell attack. Critical hit. Chaos bolt. Ooh. So, 2d8... Plus a D6. Okay, so green D8 is going to determine the element. So acid. Twenty-two points of acid damage. You really, really, really not looking too good. And then she's going to have her spiritual weapon come up and attack it. Wait, how much damage total did did she cause? 
and what? What? She did 22 points. Yeah, it's 22 acid. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. Keep going. Keep okay, going. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Throw me off here. Uh, that's going to be a... Um, 23 to hit. That'll hit. For six points of damage. For how much? Six points. Oh, missed it by two. Okay. Alright. Um, I skipped over this and I'm going to backtrack here for just a sec. Because the library, the clockwork library, is inside the creature. Oh, I should have had it act. Yeah, you should have. Oh, well. Mm, mm, mm. 29 points acid damage. How's your clockwork librarian looking? Melting the scrap. I literally think he has one hit point. He's he's slagging its gut. Oh, is it gone? Uh, death saving throws. <laughs> oh, no. So it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Bye, buddy. All right. And now it's the creature's turn. Uh, hold on. Hmm. Still Celine's turn. Oh, okay. Can she make a some type of check to see if she thinks it can use its lightning breath again? Because um, this thing is looking like crap right now, right? Yeah. I will let you give me a investigation check. Investigation. 16. 16. It's kind of a toss-up 50-50. So she can't really tell. Okay, she's going to move back 10 feet right to the edge. Okay. See what happens. Because this thing is too big to get down the hallway. Mm-hmm. All right. It's turn. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 5, 10, 15, 20. And she cannot see it anymore, so she cannot tell what it's doing. Okay. And it's Zabak's turn. The right. back has backtracked all the way into the very first room they came into. Yeah, and she's like, what do we do? What do we do? And Esther's like, uh... Okay, now here's the part where I need help. Because I don't remember if I have the spell slots for this. Because I've slept several times since the last time we played. You 
should have written down what all your spell slots are and everything. I know, but I didn't make a note of what I'd used. I don't remember if I had used any third level spells. Did I use um, lightning bolt? I don't recall you using lightning bolt ever. So I think I should have a slot for this. If everybody can get in this room, I can. I think I can do mass healing word. Burn through it with a um, magic missile. Okay. So she says that. It's the back. Go get everybody. So the back is gonna go. Oh, they can easily hear you. Come to, come back to us. Come back, come back. <coughs> your voice is echoing down that hole. Yeah. So uh, wait, whose turn was it? The back, right? Um. Yes. So Zabak is going to stand guard at the doorway. Right here? Mm -hmm. And Esther is not doing anything. Yeah. That's the end of Zabak's turn. Okay. Uh, Esther's turn. She's going to ready mass hearing word. Assuming everybody comes down there? Mm -hmm. Within 60 feet. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. 45, 50, 55, 60. Everybody except Celine is within range as of right now. Does Celine need healing? No, she's okay. Okay. Well, here we go. Technically, that would not have been a conversation you guys could have being that far apart from each other. Accurate. So. She could take a quick look. Still, right. you're almost at the max distance apart from each other. So, it's 1d4 plus my ability modifier. And my ability modifier is charisma, right? Yes, I'm just wondering. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Maximum! Seven points. Everybody's healed seven, seven points? points. Yes. Go me. And then I retreat. No, I'm just going to sit down. <laughs> All right. So it's Esther's turn. Back up the top of the line. Mercer. Mercer's going to move up to Celine. 5, 10, yeah, he can. 20, 25, right yep. up to her. And he's going to cast Cure Wounds on her at second level. His, that's his move. All right. So, Celine? Yes. Should I cast this at a higher level? Oh, that's why I couldn't The creature I'm supposed to be using for this <clears throat> was actually the miniature that came with this set. That's <gasps> why I couldn't figure out why I didn't have a uh, skinny mini for it. Don't frighten us. Oh well. How dare you. Um, 
Celine's gonna move up 15 feet. Because she, she does not see it. Can she make a perception check to see if she hears it um, as if it's invisible? Yeah, I mean, if that's the assumption she's making, yes. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a 20. 20? She doesn't pick up anything. Okay. Then she's going to head back. She can give me an intelligence roll with proficiency. Uh, it's going to be, I think, a 16. Give me a second before you... I need to clarify that. 16, yeah. Okay. So you said she's going to move back? Yeah. Okay. Move back 15 feet back to here. Mm -hmm. She gets back to here and she stops and thinks about it. And she recalls seeing one of the crystals explode right in front of this thing, and parts of that crystal just meld into the creature. Mm -hmm. So it's a safe bet to probably assume that the creature has the ability to meld into the crystals. Mm. Okay, cool. Well, her spiritual weapon's sitting right next to one of them. Okay. It's going to hit it. Okay. Well, it's going to attempt to with a uh, nine. Yeah, no. It'll it'll hit it, but it doesn't do anything. It's fine. At this point, um, if nothing comes to accost us down that hallway, mm-hmm. um, we going to. Uh, Uh, Celine waves the party down. We're going to go into that room. Into this room here? Yep. And basically barricade the door and take a rest. Short rest or a long rest? It's going to have to be a long rest. Okay. Do Zabak and Esther follow suit? Yes. Time for a snoop. The party is in bad shape. Very bad. All right. I take it the spiritual weapon disappears. Oh, yeah. At this point, yeah. It, it goes away. All right. So a long rest. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Come on. You all right now? I'm trying to see if something happens. And my dice are telling me no, despite the, like, infinite number of chances. Okay. On the, towards the last part of the, so, basically what will happen is, is for part of it, not even part of it, both. Because the door opens in, correct? Sure. Well, it's imperative. Door opens in. Yeah. Right? Okay. Okay. Both Celine and Mercer are sleeping right on the door. Okay. I'm not going to move your miniatures for that, but okay. I'm just letting you know. So that way, in case someone tries to come in, first, if they try to open the door, they got to shove... Two people out the way? Yeah. Celine can't be surprised because of alert. Is that a spell she casts? It's a feat. Oh, okay. 
So, and she uses the, in the interim beforehand, uh, from way, 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 way back, uh, the spider silk, um, scarf. Okay. Way back. Wow. Yeah. Run some, uh, threads on either side of the door. Ten feet either way. So, I'm going to tell you something, because technically Mercer still has it. A while back, Mercer did get a gauntlet that has um, parts from an iron spider and an iron cobra attached to it. Mm-hmm. And the steel, the iron webbing that the spider can create was part of what that gauntlet allowed him to do. Yeah, he doesn't wear the gauntlet. Okay. Yeah, it it's yeah. it's it was uh if I remember correctly that gauntlet required attunement. I don't remember it's been so long ago. Cuz there was a reason why I never wore it. I just remember you being a, a goof about it going spider mercer spider mercer. Oh yeah. Spider mercer spider mercer. <laughs> but yeah, so 10 feet on either side of the door cuz she can do um 50 feet. Um because it's only five foot, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 to her. Right. And they're both in the door. Okay. I'm so, just letting you know the precautions we're, we take. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. So going all out to stay safe in the room. Um, and out of all the rooms, you did by far pick the best room to pick. Yes. Still smells horrific in there, but not nearly as bad as any of the other rooms would have. Gross. Um, and you guys take an eight-hour long rest, right? Yeah, we have to. Right? <clears throat> okay. That fight took almost everything out of both of my characters. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot. I do not like having to use my fourth level spell for spell slot for cure wounds. Alright. So, eight hours go by, and what do you guys do? Uh, hold on. I gotta go look up some stuff. Okay. Pass the heck out. After taking an eight-hour long rest? No. More sleep, more sleep. Pretty sure you get plenty of that as it is. Mercer swaps out um, Vortex Warp for Blur. Okay. In the, in the spells he prepares. Alright. 
can change that. Oh, I do not like this creature at all. So change up in spells then, correct? That's what I'm starting with. Ugh, all right. We're going to... We're going to break the crystals instead. <sighs> yeah, that's what we're going to do. All right. Screw that freaking monster. Um, what that spell is. So basically, each creature in a 10 foot radius sphere created at the point must make a constitution saving throw. A creature takes 3d6 thunder damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. A creature made of inorganic material such as stone, crystal, or metal has disadvantage on it. A non magical item. That isn't being worn or carried also takes the damage. Yep. Okay, that's what I needed to check. Okay. Yep. Alright. This isn't going to turn out as bad as I thought it was going to. Okie dokie. So, eight hours is up. Long rest. Changes Why? made. Why is that a creature? It used to be that it was all, it was anything like stone. Probably a change to the uh, the spell. When new books came out, they made changes to spells and abilities and stuff. Yeah, well, that's because I was planning on shattering the crystal. Oh, not magical objects that isn't worn or carried by it also takes the damage, anyways. Right. So no, it okay. It's still it's still structurally sound. Yeah, he's going to try it. Alright. And then, let's see, Selene. Cleric. Uh, Alright. Now, eight hours is up. Yes. What are you doing? Mercer goes to the group, or looks to the group and goes, I'm going to shatter those crystals. Bro. I mean, if it was. That's, that's my goal at this point. Alright, go for it, then. So. Everybody going to go all out trying to take this thing out again? Yeah. <clears throat> Mess it up. Alright. 
Alright, so, what I am going to do, because I'm assuming everybody's healed up now. Yeah, my first question for you is, how far up the staircase do I have to go before I can see a crystal? Let me get over there and take a look. Because it looks like I only have to go about five feet. Just up the corner right here. You'll be able to see this first crystal here. Okay, so Mercer says, watch my back. Alright. And he's gonna go over there. And he's gonna test his theory. <sighs> okay. Shatter. Oh, Hang on a second. Boy. One thing at a time here. Alright, he's going up to right here, mm -hmm. right? Is everybody else following suit? Yep. Uh, yeah, Selene would be right behind him in case something happens. <clears throat> right here, whoops. Um, where's her, Esther and Zabak, where are they gonna be? Uh, Esther will be next, and then Zabak bringing up the rear. <laughs> okay. So Mercer is going to attempt to shatter one of the crystals, right? Uh, two of them, actually, because it's a 10-foot radius. Or a 10-foot 10 10-foot 10 area around it. Okay. Give me a second here. Just double-checking something. Yeah, 10 foot radius sphere. So yeah, so actually it'll hit all three of those crystals. <coughs> okay. So I cast it. All right. You cast it. Everybody hears it. Nothing happens. There's one key word as to why. Uh, that's what I was hoping for. I was checking to see if they're magical or not. Okay. Cool. So he's just going to be like, see if we can break this another way. Um, with that, Gavin sticks his head out and he goes, I know this has been kind of hard for you guys, but I know you can do it. One thing. When you get done, and he points dead ahead, he goes, just go straight through that archway. Don't worry about the other room. Trust me on this. What's in the other room? You've now already piqued my interest. Going that way gets you to your turtle. Yes, great. Hunky-dory. But what's in the other room? It just It's really dangerous. What is it? 
Man, don't ask questions you don't want the answer to. Let's just go. I'm asking questions because I want an answer. He now uh, piqued my interest. I want to know what's in there. Why did you say anything? <clears throat> it's my personal room that I've been developing before I got trapped in the cage to keep myself safe. Please don't go in there. You will get hurt. Alright, cool. We won't go in there. Right, Mercer? He's still, I understand it's his room, but he's still not telling me what's in there. Danger, death, destruction. What's it do? It's going to rend you limb from limb. I don't hurt care. Hurt you. Let's That's go. what it's going to do. It'll hurt you. You're not answering my question, Bunny. I, I am. You're just not accepting the answer. No. Be more specific. Hags use magic. Duh. So, I collected various things of their magic, figured out how their magic works against them, and while I don't do magic myself, their stuff does, so I jerry-rigged the room to create a number of magical traps and explosions and death and destruction if they tried to go in there. It's my safe place. Was that so hard? You... Such a waste Big of time. Big nasty creature that made you run away and you're asking me questions right now. And he ducks back down. I just kind of look at where he ducked down at. You started the question. Your fault. No, he ducks down between the ja your jacket and the backpack on your back. Yeah, I lean back. I'm like, you started the question. This is what happens. Paul comes up and points and comes back down. Let's go, man. Okay. So I need to mark off a second old spell slot for Mercer. Uh... <laughs> Dang it. I just thought of something else I would rather do. But I can't wait another eight hours. Um, you can also tell that there are no more crystals that are going to be falling from the ceiling as they have all already fallen. So while stealthing into here will create a lot of noise, it's not going to cause anything else to happen. So Mercer looks back through here and goes, this thing's big and nasty. Mm-hmm. I say we just make a mad dash to the other thing and buy it and just get around to the, that staircase because it's too big to get through it. Yeah. Just bypass it for the moment. Yeah. Run. We gotta. Oh, and with that, Gavin six and seven goes. Oh, one other thing. Stairs are trapped. I don't know what they do, but they're trapped. I lean back. Appreciate the message now. What are my plans? This thing's big and nasty. I'm trying to avoid it. I'm pretty sure that hero's not gonna kill you like the creature did. Man, we gotta be like water. Take the path of least resistance. Uh fine. You know what she's actually right this time. Who's she? 
Lester's telling you we need to avoid this thing and just go. How froggy you feel in the back with you and your danger sense. I feel like it's not a good idea to try to actually fight this thing. No, we gotta get past it. We gotta go to the stairs, which he just said were trapped. So, either way, you're screwed if you do and you're screwed if you don't. Pick your poison. I'll go first and trigger the trap, I suppose. She's gonna go first and trigger the trap. So, dash. You're going. You're just going to make a mad dash across. Yep. She's just gonna just charge across the room. And then. Hope for the best. So we're gonna reorder our group. Okay. How tall is the cavern up here? Uh, in that room. Give me something. Because I think I know what I want to, how I want to do this. In that room, uh, ceiling is seventy feet high. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I take that back. Ceiling, yeah, ceiling height in in the Nexus range from fifteen to seventy feet. So seventy feet. Staircase. Um, staircase is fifteen feet. Beautiful. Perfect. Um, so Esther, you need to fly. Kaka. She uses her feet to fly and just okay so you two because you can fly above Zvek mm -hmm. you both can dash so you go Esther moves 60 mm -hmm. Zvek moves 40 right yeah so, so you can move 80 uh, so Esther, five, 10, well 15, no 20, Esther can 20, fly 30. 20 feet around yeah oh okay oh I thought you were yeah or, well, she can, or she can dash 40 feet, but that's a whole round. Okay, that still works. Because now she's 70 feet up in the air. Okay. So, as soon as she leaves here, she goes 35 feet up. It's going to take her a couple rounds, as it's going to take Mercer a couple rounds um, to get across. But Zabak can go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. And Esther is now 35 feet up in the air. And then Mercer dashes 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. And can get right to the staircase. No, wait, hold on. Celine's so gonna carry Mercer. She's going to dash 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. And then she can set him down. Then Esther, who is now 35 feet up in the air, can dash 40. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Okay. So in one round, these three make it all the way across. In the second, going into the second round, Esther is now flying all the way up here. Okay. Yeah. Yep, you guys are good. Okay. So then going into the 
what essentially what is the third round we can all go into this chamber assuming something doesn't happen well you guys get to the chamber and I'm going to tell you everything you see happening so do we like like are we in in or just where we are right where you are okay so just remember Esther's flying above Selene. Yep. So you guys come into this room and you see a lot of different things all going on at once. <clears throat> and this all happens at once as well. Um, who's the first one going into the room? That's the first thing I need to ask. Just like that order. Okay. So this 60 foot tall chamber is filled by magic. Arcane energy spirals through the room toward a globe of magical energy that that surrounds one of the ugliest creatures you have ever seen. The sea hag, Ildreva. The aura of power around her seems to be drawing strength from the massive cauldron that bubbles in the center of the room. The living star floats directly above the pot, suspended by magical tendrils. A bone-chilling wind comes through a large hole in the cavern wall that looks out onto the frozen river below. Eldreva crackles madly as her, ritual consume, as her ritual to consume the living star nears completion. Well, well, well. I haven't seen such lovely magical auras in ages. I look forward to consuming all of them as her eyes bulge in insatiable hunger. So, Zabak comes into the room first thing that needs to happen is she needs to give me a wisdom saving throw. Dirty 20. Dirty 20? Nothing happens. Mm -hmm. This is where you go into initiative. Ooh, yes. Mercer? Uh, Mercer got a 16. Esther? Nine, 19. Yeah. Celine? 22. Ooh. Is it back? 13. 13? Alright, so we're going Celine, Esther, Mercer, Zabak, and I guess going last is Ildreva. Line, Celine, what okay. are you doing? So she's going to move right. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Hang on. Excuse me. My apologies. One last thing I need to do real quick. This room is literally filled 
with numerous amounts of arcane energy. Um, okay, what's she doing? Um, she's going to... So, the... Can she swing to the back side of the sea hag? Because it looks like there may or may not be space for her to get around. It's hard to tell. Um, well, technically this is supposed to be in the center of the room. And the sea hag is supposed to be right here by the crystal. Okay, with the way you've repositioned it, no, I cannot. Because it looked like I could get by her before, but then you moved, you shifted things, so I cannot. So, Celine will move up to be directly uh, in front of her along the wall. Alright. Um, <clears throat> as soon as Celine gets to... So, right... Well, hang on, hang on. I know, I'm just saying right there, though. As soon as she gets to right here, a crystal cage from all the arcane energies comes up and encompasses around her. Mm -hmm. She has to break through that to get through. Um, so, dexterity saving throw. How is it a dexterity saving throw to break through it? Avoid it. I'm sorry. Avoid it. Okay, I was like... That doesn't make sense. Yeah, my mistake. Um... That's going to be a eight. Eight. She gets caught in the cage. Okay. Um, now, just like any object, it's got an AC and hit points to try to get past it. All right. So, booming blade, and she's going to break it. What kind of damage? Thunder. No, I mean, what weapon? Uh, the... The blood render. So slashing. But magical. Okay. So bypasses resistances. Unless it has magical resistance. That's a crit. Okay. How'd you fall so deep? Twenty-five points of damage. How much of that was thunder? Um, four. Four. Okay. She shatters this thing to pieces, like tempered glass getting hit in one spot, and it just all. And then she continues her movement. Where is she going to? Uh, right in front of. Uh, she should be able to move right there right to here, right here. This is primarily all occupied by crystals, so. Okay, because that's the, the hag sitting on the same exact thing, so that's why I assumed we could get there. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I, I, yeah. It's a little uncomfortable, but yeah. Um, and as a bonus action, spiritual weapon directly behind the hag. Okay. To flank, essentially. 18 to hit. 
That'll hit. <clears throat> Is this with the spiritual weapon? Yep. For 11 points of force damage. This is where you guys notice something that you weren't able to see until something tried to hit her. Mm -hmm. The spiritual weapon comes down to hit, and it hits some sort of magical force field surrounded around the hag and does not penetrate it. Can Celine make a arcane Absolutely. Check? Ooh, yeah, that's good. That's going to be a 20, 20. On the nose, 20. Um, she can't tell what it is, but she can tell it's like an overtly empowered altered form of like a shield and mage armor spell combined. But... Does she have the, based on that, would she have a feeling that she has to, like, it's going to take a little bit more gusto to hit her? She can't tell. Good lord, what type of arcana check you got to roll to see through this? Okay, well that's all, I mean, that's all she can do this turn. Alright. <clears throat> um, next up is Esther. What is Esther going to try to do? Esther doesn't know what to do. Uh, I'm still flying, right? Yeah. Agonizer Scorcher. Okay. You're going to have to fly into the room, though. Yeah. So I assume you're. Yeah, like up and. Yeah. Directly above. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let go. <laughs> My finger got caught on the frills of the figure, and so it was stuck to my finger. <laughs> Okay. Agonazar Scorcher, is that what she did? Mm-hmm. Okay, so... What do... Um, they have to make a dex saving throw. Dexterity... Be a 14. This hack should not be dexterous. 13! Nope. Is the cauldron producing heat? Um, because I mean, I see fire. Yeah, that's the only thing producing heat, but you can also tell it's arcane energy, as that whole pot is just bubbling with arcane energy. How tall is it? Mm, 10 feet tall. Hey. What'd you roll? 
Six points of damage from Agonizer Scorcher. She shoots the fire, and it hits that force field thing that's protecting Ildreva. Oh, man. Next. Next up is Mercer. <clears throat> so at this, he feels that furry little paw hit him on the back of the ear. Hey, 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 what? Don't focus on her. Focus on it. A cauldron? Yeah. I was already going to do that. Okay. He flies up 10 feet. Okay. And uh, he reaches into his bag and he pulls out um, a crystal of explosion and he catapults it right into the cauldron. Ooh. Okay. So he catapults it so it does a cannonball? Pretty much. <laughs> oh my gosh. Alright, so roll your damage for the catapult and then okay, so roll the damage for the crystal. Uh, there we go. And I am going to cast this as a uh, second level spell, by the way. Okay. What's the highest level spell you can cast? Second level. Okay. It just adds an additional D8. Mm-hmm. 14... Yeah, 14 points from that. Okay. And then it is 2d6 thunder, 2d6 piercing, so 4d6. Thirteen points. All right. So he casts that in. As the magic hits and explodes and shatters and everything, the bubbling increases a little bit, Uh-oh. and you see Eldrava start to. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't want to say grow, but like. What's the word? It starts with the letter B. Um, bloat? Bloat, yes. And she doesn't like scream, but she's like, <sighs> Power! Oh no. We got popper like a balloon. <laughs> oh, oh, man. oh my lord. <laughs> <coughs> Okay. Um, is that all she can do? That's all, all Mercer, Mercer can, can do? do at the moment. All right. Uh, Zabak's turd. All right. Um, I mean, I guess I'll go fight that green thing. That's the 
sea witch. Yeah. I'm gonna go mess with her and distract her. Alright, well, do what you're gonna do. Rage! Alright, first things first, dexterity saving throw. Oh boy, that's gonna be an 11. Uh, hold on, hold on. Mercer's feeling confident with this. Uh, as his reaction, flash of genius, bumping it up to a 16. 16. She beats it as a crystal cage tries to form up past her and she just walks past it and it shatters. Mercer's like, you're welcome. Thank you. That was very helpful. So she's going to try to attack Miss Witchy. Okay. Oh, man. It's going to be 12 to hit for my first attack. That's going to miss. Yep. And for my second attack... Natural 20. And I double my rolled damage, right? Yep. So that's going to be 15 points of damage. 15? She comes She comes down. What uh, weapon is she using? The jawbone. The jawbone. She comes down with that jawbone and hits that force field. Just doesn't phase her. All right, not gonna it's do that the again. cauldron. All right, swings at the cauldron to whack it on the side. How many attacks do you get? Two. Didn't you just swing once and miss, swing twice oh, and Oh, you're crit? right. Never mind. Never mind. You're right. My bad. My bad. <laughs> I was about to say, where did the third attack come from? You didn't get hasted. Nope. All right. That's, uh, let's see here. Celine went. Esther went. Mercer went. That was the back. It is now Hildreva's turn. Celine, wisdom saving throw, please. Hold on a second. <laughs> nope, that's Mercer. Lose the character sheet? No, I'm just double checking, make sure I don't have anything specific. Um, okay, so wisdom saving throw. Uh, Eighteen. Eighteen. Nothing happens. All right, and then she tries to claw at Celine. I was getting the, I was looking at the numbers and I was looking at the to hit, but I thought it was the attack and I'm going, holy crap. Twenty-one. Nope. Just hits the armor. <sighs> Top of the line. Initiative count zero. I need to... Roll a dice real quick. The energies that swirl in the room stay exactly the same. Oh my. Celine. Okay. Dexterity saving throw, please. 
Twelve. Twelve? No. Another cage comes up and encompasses her and Crystal. Yeah, she's going to break it again. Booming blade. All right. It's going to be a 23. Oh, yeah, that hits. Twenty points of damage. Nice. Yep, just shatters it all over again like another thing of tempered glass. And then she'll have her spiritual weapon attack the cauldron. What level spell is a spiritual weapon? Uh, second. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a fourteen to hit. Where is the spiritual weapon at? It, it was behind her, so it, it just shifts its attack. Okay, to attack the cauldron. Yep. Okay. What'd you roll to hit? 14. 14. Okay, roll. Uh, six points of force damage. The hit on the cauldron reacts the exact same way as trying to hit Ildreva. Just okay. hits a force field. And... Um, Esther's turn. Oh, did you roll the recharge for... I did. Did you roll the recharge for... Did you use the wand before or after the long rest? I used it uh, before the long rest. Okay, so, so I rolled. I only got one. So I only got two charges back. Oh, okay. I just yeah. thought about that. I nope, to I'm keeping it. I'm trying. Alright, here we go. What are you doing? Magic missile level five right into the cult. Okay. 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 Twenty-three points of damage. <clears throat> Ildreva becomes even more bloated, and you can almost swear that she's kind of growing in size slightly. That she's just. <clears throat> we're trying to overload her, right? That's what we assume we're doing because we can't. The <coughs> magic is blocking us from hitting her, no matter what we do. And, okay, that's Esther's turn. Mm-hmm. She's still standing outside the room. Okay. Uh, Mercer's turn. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Mercer grabs a, sco- a scroll, a fireball, and casts it into the cauldron. Okay. Oh, yeah, golden. Thirty-two points. As another round of uh, "I'm Blue" double die starts to play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah, she bulges up more. <laughs> and he flies up ten more feet. 
So that puts him 20 feet in the air? Mm hmm Okay. That was Mercer's turn. Zabak. Another wallop onto the cauldron. That's gonna be 18 to hit. Or no, I'm sorry, 22 to hit. Okay. 15 points of damage on the cauldron. <clears throat> Nothing happens. Is that like actually what it looks like with those flames on there? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna. What's the flame situation? Is it like a sconce, a torch, what? Like a giant torch of arcane fire. Can I try to like whack the torch? To try to like put it out. If you want to, sure. All right, she's gonna swing to try to like smush. The You're trying to smother the fire? Like, yeah, kind of like attack it to like knock the flame off or something. Like okay. cut it off or something. It's going to be a 23 hit. Okay. And I do 18 points of damage to the torch. <laughs> the torch is unaffected? Mm -hmm. Well, that didn't work. He'll drive his turn. He's back. Wisdom saving throw. Oh, no. Right on the money. Oh, I'm lucky. Nothing happens. Yes. And then she goes to swing at uh, the back. Yeah, she totally misses. <sighs> Top of the line. Initiative count of zero. Where's my D4? Ooh, the arcane energies in the room swirl and change as, uh, uh, yeah, everybody goes through a really weird phase for just a moment. Oh, no. It's called puberty. Oh, God. Uh, no. Really emo at one point. Sorry. Esther's, no, Esther's perspective of Eldreva changes. To where she now looks like she's looking at Ildreva dead ahead instead of at an angle. Right. Celine's perspective is now in the hallway where Mercer is standing. Oh no. Mercer's no, 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 no. perspective is in where Esther is standing, and Esther feels like she is standing right in front of Ildreva, as you all have swapped minds. No. Wait, so how is how is Celine looking in the hallway? Because you're standing in the hallway. You're not Basically, Celine doesn't feel like she's standing right in front of Ildreva anymore. She feels like she's standing back here where Mercer was at. Okay. Each player swaps bodies with another character. They retain their own thoughts and identity, but control their companion's body, possessions, and abilities. Um, so, yeah, you guys kind of have to look at each other's character sheets to figure out what you're going to have each character do. Aww. So, okay, I so Celine is Mercer. Mm-hmm. Mercer is Celine, right? No, Mercer is Esther. Oh. Esther is Zabak, and Zabak is now Celine. Oh, no. 
Okay. <laughs> How's that headache coming there, buddy? Okay. I don't appreciate this. <laughs> the roll of the dice. Okay, so where are we at turn-wise? I've lost... I've lost... <laughs> yeah, what is going on? Okay, so for the sake of argument, when we get to first... So it'll be Celine's turn. Celine as in the body of Celine. No, I'm sorry. The mind of Selene. Which is Mercer. Which is Mercer. So Mercer will go. Okay, so she sits there and she casts Catapult at second level, pulling another stone out of Mercer's bag. Of explosion. Okay. So, one, two, three, four. And then the stones. Oh, that's poop. Five, six, seven. Seven from Catapult. And then... Thirteen from the stone. So That's thirteen total, both the... No, that'd be twenty total. No, you said thirteen from the stone. Is that from both the thunder and the... Yes. Okay. Okay. So then, is that... Yeah, that's... that's Okay. So then it would be Esther's turn. Esther is currently inhabiting Zabak's body. Oh, this is trippy. I'm thinking back to Mercer. Did you freaking smoke bomb us with your... Whatever this stuff... (laughs) (laughs) You and your skid are about to get your heads cut off. (laughs) So, what is Esther going to have Zabak's body do? Can I just reach up and grab that torch? It's part of the uh, cauldron. Mm. I don't know what to do, man. (laughs) When it gets to... Um, when it gets to Esther and Zabak's turns, you guys are going to need to swap character sheets to figure out what your the character is going to do. Can't swap character sheets. <laughs> well, have her look at the screen, and you look at the character sheet. Well, I already know what I'm going to have her character do. She's going to have to figure out what she's going to have. She's just going to try to hit the witch again. Okay. So, that's an 18 to hit. <clears throat> All right. <coughs> 16 points of damage. Nothing happens. Okay. Man! Oh. I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> and she just ends her turn because there's nothing else she can do. Okay. So, it's now uh, Mercer's turn. Mercer is in Esther's body, so James needs to look at Esther's character. Your uh, psychic lance. Oh, um, Ralathan's Psychic Lance. The big, nasty spell from the Lance. Okay, Ralathan's Psychic Lance. Right to the cauldron. Okay. Ooh, ooh, okay. So that's that's not going to require a saving throw. That's just straight to damage. Okay, yeah. I don't know what the... The the target has to make an intelligence save. It's the cauldron. It's the cauldron. Yeah, it's the cauldron. So what's the damage What's the damage roll? It's 76. Okay, and what level spell is it? It is a fourth level. Okay, and then you have. 
One second. Come on, catch up with me. Thank you. What metamagics did you take? Um. I thought distance spell was one of them. Yeah. Ow, where did I put it? Didn't you take a quicken spell as well? Where you can turn, change a normal spell into a bonus spell. Yeah. A normal action spell into a bonus action spell. Mm, no. Okay. Uh, did you take heightened by any chance? No. Should have quite a few meta magic abilities by now. Uh, no, at third level, you don't gain anything else until yeah. you get. Third level gain ability, you gain two of the following. So if she took distance and quick or er, quicken, then okay, so that doesn't help me at all. Okay, so seven d six. Actually, would help if you. Okay, never mind. No, because the distance spell doesn't do anything else for me, uh -huh. and quicken. Um, I don't think I can use the sorcery points to quicken uh, a spell coming off the staff. Unless you say I can. All of them psychic glance. Is that off of the staff or is that one of your spells? One of my spells. Okay. Well then, yeah. I'd use it's just, it's just focused through the okay. staff. So, yeah. yeah. So, every staff. level of the spell, you add one extra point of cold damage mm -hmm. to it. Okay, so then I will do that. I'll quicken it. <clears throat> So, 2, 4, 8, 10, 16, 17, 18, 22 points. Nice. Does that include the cold? <laughs> yeah, because it's the fourth level with the one point each level. Mm -hmm. So, 22 as a bonus action. And then, um, so that's bonus action. What's your, what's your max level spells? If you cast a spell as a bonus action, you can only cast a cantrip as a spell. Oh, okay. Action. Firebolt then. Straight yeah. into the cauldron. That's a 2d10, isn't it? Yep. For 16 additional points. Nice. So she starts to bulge more as she becomes bloated, and now she's like screaming in pain, going. <laughs> So that was Mercer inside of Esther's body. Uh -huh. Now we come to Zabak, who is occupying Celine's body. Okay. So you so need to look at... My spells are here. Oops. Uh, why did it not let me zoom? Chaos Bolt. Okay, good. Okay, what do I do? So, 2d8 plus 1d6. Designate... Where are you casting Chaos Bolt? Into the cauldron. Okay. <laughs> so designate which D8 you want to determine your element. Because you got to roll two D8s. The first one you're going to roll is going to determine your element. And then a D6. Okay. Element. Five. Five is lightning. 
So 5, 10, 16 points 16. of lightning damage. With that, the cauldron begins to bubble over, and you see Eldreva just start to twitch and shake and, like, oh, what's that, uh, what, what's the, uh... Seize? No, that, that thing where you lose control of your body and you, you shake a lot. Convulse? No, it's... Seizure. No, it's something that's long-term. Parkinson's. That's it. Oh. She just starts shaking like crazy, screaming. The cauldron explodes. Oh, okay, never mind then. Her body then explodes. Whoa. And all that is left is barrel and a big open room. Wow. Did we revert? Yes, you all go back. Because oh, once the once the cauldron stopped, the whole ritual stopped, and the magic... Mer- Mer- Mercer's like, Oh, thank God I'm me again. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Esther... Esther reaches around and grabs the base of her tail. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Wait. Esther has a tail? She's dragonborn! Dragonborn don't come with tails. That's... Oh. Unless you're a wild mountain dragonborn. Yeah. Which you're not. Okay, never mind. <laughs> then I had... I thought I had a tail this whole time. I don't know why. Celine looks at Mercer and goes, your, pers- your perspective sucks. <laughs> uh. Uh, Mercer is going to uh, investigate the room. Good idea. Um, that's going to be... With Flash of Genius, that's going to be a 17. 17? Wait. Um... Yeah, sorry, 17. Double checking my math here. <clears throat> Mercer is going to blow Aurora so much crap. Huh? Mercer is going to blow Aurora so much crap about this fight. <laughs> you go in, you some big old mighty dragon, and you get your butt handed. We walk in, we cast a couple spells, and she goes pop like a balloon. <laughs> okay, so he searches the room. Yes. I assume everybody's in there now. Yes. Yeah. Is the spiritual weapon gone? Uh, it'll eventually fade after a minute. Okay. So he doesn't find anything spectacular in the room other than growing crystals that can't seem to be harvested. And then there's the doorway here. And the opening doorway that leads out to the open sea out there. Okay, well, he's going to check the door for traps. Okay. That's going to be a uh, 21. Nice. Um, yeah, no traps. Uh, kicks open the door. A small room off of the Nexus serves as Eldreva's sanctum. Heaps of... Refuse, ref- refuse, refuse, are piled here, which apparently served as a bed. Uh, 
Um, if you wish to search the room, you can. He does. That's going to be uh, 16. 16. Finds a small bag that um, seems to have beans in it. Oh, no. And four more mysterious hag brews. So roll me D6. One. Another black glittering dust. Roll your D6 again. Evens or odds. 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 And the arcane check. 17. 17. Another dust of sneezing and choking. Okay. Potion number two is a five. Five. Clear liquid that changes color with temperature. This one is going to be a yellowish color. It's pee. Huh? It's pee. No. Arcane check. Uh, 20. Potion of Lightning Resistance. Okay. Number three. Three. A bubbly, stinky liquid. Roll me a d6. Five. Five. Arcane check. Uh, 21. Elixir of Health. And for the last one. Two. Two. Another gritty oil. Roll a d6. Three. Three. Uh, arcane check. Uh, that's going to be with a flash of genius. And the last one for today. Um, uh, 19. 19. Oil of sharpness. <laughs> And that's all you find in this room. Okay. Does uh, everybody else go up in there, or are they staying in the other room? Uh, Celine looks at Beryl to see how he's doing. Beryl looks um, exhausted, but also uh, oddly somewhat kind of empowered a little bit. So he's not harmed in any way? No. Okay. No, there's nothing else in the room then. Or, um, oh, Mercer reaches back and kind of grabs Bunny. Huh. Hey, what? How we how we fix you? Huh? We just defeated her. Look, see. And he holds her over. He holds him over her dead corpse as it exploded and puts him on his shoulder. He's like, "How we fix you now?" He kind of looks down at her and goes, "I'd hoped by doing that, but." Uh, I had to venture a guess, I would say probably either something else that removes curses or something way more powerful as she was an incredibly powerful, nasty witch. So maybe okay. a wish spell or a wish in general, I don't uh, know. If it's a wish, you're on your own. I can't help you there. You don't have a wish, or you don't have access to a wish? Both. Mm. Um, Do I still get to come with you guys? Sure. Remove curse, though. Celine, 
you want to go through your books tomorrow and prepare it, worth the shot. I don't know if it'll work, but... No, it's worth the shot. She can at least try it. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Everybody give me a perception check. Ooh, yeah. Mercer sees it with a 21. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm assuming that goes away. Yes, at this point, yes. My gals don't notice anything. Anyone see it? Uh, Celine got a uh, 12. Well, Celine's occupied by something else. Six and seven. Huh? Six and seven. Mercer's the only one who sees it. Uh-huh. Shocker. Is that Aurora? That is Aurora. And she pops in that tail end and goes... Mercer bows in the most just complete dick bow as <laughs> you got your butt handed to her and we popped her like a balloon. Yeah, I know. That was the point. And uh, now I'm going to claim what I must to continue on my way, so surrender your star and you can be spared. No. How about kiss my butt? Listen, the turtle is coming with me, with or without you. And Lightning I'd rather not ball. claim it over your corpse. This is going to be your last chance. Celine, banishment. Nah, I throw a lightning bolt at her first. Banishment? Uh, nothing happens. Does she have some type of resistance? She has to make a save. Yeah, what does banish do? Tell you here in a second. And I, I throw a lightning bolt. I'll throw a lightning bolt. Zerk. Oh, I'm in the wrong spot. You're not helping your case here, buddy. No, I typed it wrong. So you attempt, to, you attempt to send one creature that you can see within range to another plane of existence. The target must make a charisma saving throw or be banished. If the target is native to the plane of existence you're on, which she is, you banish her to a harmless demi-plane. While there, the target is incapacitated. The target remains there until the spell ends, at which point the target reappears to the space uh, it left or the nearest unoccupied space. If it's if it's native to a different plane of existence, further happens, but she's native to this plane. Oh, okay. I was misunderstanding that. I thought it was just you send it back to its native plane. No. I was going to be like, she's on her native plane. Nothing happens. No, okay. she just goes to a... So, charisma saving throw for me, please. Charisma saving throw? Yep. Good chance she's going to make it, but at least try. 30. Yeah, she makes it. And you guys go into initiative. You're just going to ignore my lightning bolt? Okay. Yeah, she said she oh. cast lightning bolt. No, I didn't catch that. I'm sorry. What, what is it? Well, I was trying to cast lightning bolt. You before. cast lightning bolt. What do I need to do? Um, it's a save. save. It's a... Uh, deck save. <laughs> 22. Half damage. Oh, yeah. Can I borrow... Uh, Another D6. Another? There you go. Which I just saw another one right there. That's alright. 16 points of lightning damage. Thank 
You said 16? Mm -hmm. Is that already cut in half? Well, if you weren't going into initiative before, you're definitely going into initiative now, as Aurora is. No. She won't start a fight? Alright, hang on a sec. Let me, uh... One thing at a time here. Alright. back again. Six. Celine? Uh, Celine got a seven. Esther? Also six. What is Esther and Zabax? They have the same decks. Um, Zabax can just go first. Okay. And Mercer? Uh, Seventeen. Alright, so it's gonna go Aurora, Mercer, Zabax, uh, Esther and then Celine. <clears throat> so <sighs> Yep, everybody give me Dex thirty seven throws. Sixteen for Mercer. Fail. Natural 24, Celine. That'll make it. You said Dex? Mm-hmm. It's going to be a 9 and a dirty 20. The 9 fails, the 20 will make it. Oh, good gosh. Do I have enough D6s? Oh, no. She's doing fire breath. How many D6s I needed? It's 12, right? No. 18? 16. 16. I just don't have that many D6s. I got a whole bunch if you need them. Nah. I have D6s. I'm just trying to see if I actually have that many. I'm trying to stay out of the extra dice that I have. Alright. We'll roll this first set, and then we'll grab the other D6s and roll them. That's written down, so... Esther's going to go down. Question is, does she go down, or does she outright die? 16, 6, 36, carrier 3, 6, 96. It gets barely... She would have to roll max sixes on everything to do so. Oh, okay. Because you're what, 42? 1, 2, 3, 4, mm -hmm. 5, 6, So 7. she'd have to do 84, so. Mm -hmm. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Kind of a blended mix here. 
So you're unconscious. You're not dead. Yeah. But on the plus side, oh no, because it's been a couple rounds. Your rage would have wore off. Wow. Okay. So, to those who did not make it, 51 points fire damage. So, 25. Mm-hmm. Those who did make it, 25 points of fire damage. And then that would be 12. Okay. does for the moment. So does Esther go down? Oh yeah. Okay. Esther's down. And it is now Mercer's turn. He's been waiting for this for a long time. <laughs> um Can I make a either an arcana or um, yeah, I'm gonna lean into the Arcana side or Insight, one of the two. Or not? No, hold on. Uh, yeah, Arcana. No, History. Arcana History. Do I know that the age of her dragon have legendary actions? Basically, like. Do I have, do, can, can I make a check that says, the knowledge I know states that they have the ability to choose to resist spells. I'll let you pick. Um, Arcana will have the lesser DC than Minor history. bow, minor bow. Uh, no, what I'm saying is depending on which skill you want to go with. I'll do Arcana because both are plus eight, so... Yeah, the plus eight's irrelevant. The DC, depending on which skill you choose, yeah. is what will be the difference. Archon, of course. Okay. <laughs> What'd you roll there, buddy? A one. <laughs> I got a nine. Uh, you don't know Jack Diddley Squat. <laughs> Perfect, okay. So Mercer, Mercer uh, reaches into his bag. Oh, God. And, um... Oh, gosh. So, here's the thing. He's going to aim for her head, okay? So, a cold shot? Kind of, but it's going to basically be... It's it's a check. Okay. Um, He pulls the bottle of Sovereign Glue out and aims for her face. Okay. Does it catapult? Mm-hmm. And that's a dexterity saving throw? Yep. Okay, I still have to roll it. It's probably going to make it. 22? Yep. So she ducks her head out of the way, and you see your sovereign glue go flying out that opening that she flew into and go off somewhere into the great blue sea. Worth the shot. 
mean, that was a legendary bad. item. Yes, but in one minute, her face would be permanently sealed shut. Yeah, fair enough. Fair idea. So, had it worked, she it would not did. have been a happy camper. She'd suffocate to death. Um. Oh. Yeah, it's fine. No, I was looking at that. Oh. It started wobbling. So, five, ten. Yeah, he's gonna go here. That's what he can do for now. Okay. Uh, her Mercer is a back. Or is that the end of your turn? That's the end of my turn, yeah. What's a back? What you doing? Mm. Probably unwise, but I'm gonna go up and wallop her. Okay. Oh, I'm dead. Huh? I rolled a one. Uh, roll to confirm a failed. Natural 20. Of course. <laughs> you just completely. You come up and, like, Zabak's kind of nervous because up to this point. Aurora's been an ally. She's like, I, 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 mm, mm, and completely just whiffs it. But for my second attack, I roll a 21. The hit? Yeah, you hit. That was a warning. 11 points. 12, no, my bad. 12 points of damage. All right. That's it. Alright. Um, it is Esther's turn. I need a death saving throw. Or, yeah. Death saving throw. Mm -hmm. 13. Okay, so that's one success. And finally, Celine. First and foremost, as her initial action, she's going to cast Spiritual Guardians. Aurora, of course, is the only one. Not an ally. Yeah. Um, so I need a Wisdom Saving Throw immediately. Alrighty. It's a 16. Okay, so she'll take half damage. Twelve points, so six. And then, as a bonus action, uh, spiritual weapon directly behind Aurora. So flanking with her. Okay. Actually, be flanking with the back as well. 
And that's going to be a 25 to hit. That'll hit. For 10 points of force damage. For how much? 10 points. Alright. So. Oh, and then. Um, Aurora is that size, correct? Uh, slightly smaller, but it's the, the fig that I have, so yeah. Okay, so she, she has reach. Um, yes. Okay, so Celine shifts back uh, for part of her movement. Um, and so that was... Um, or, sorry. Yeah, so six, 10, 16, eight points healed back to Esther. Nice. And then she moves back in again. So uh, Esther's back. So Esther's man. only prone at the moment. Uh, With eight hit points. I gotta roll this real quick. I forgot about that. Okay. Yeah, Alright, so I, top I, of the line, Aurora takes a second and goes, think about it. I use the wish, I take out my my mom. I'm willing to trade some of the treasures of her court if you're willing to work with me here. Mercer's like, I'm taking her out anyway, so go bite it. You already know I have a vendetta against her, so screw you. <laughs> oh man, you're going to get us killed. With that, she tries to bite Mercer. Ten foot reach. He's going to do it regardless. Oh. Because I know for a fact that there's a good chance she's going to bite him anyways. Shield. Yeah, it was a crit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where'd you go? There you are. Hmm. I need my adamantium armor. Oh, I didn't see that. Okay. So 30 points piercing as she bites down. And 10 points of fire as it's her mouth. Then she tries to claw one claw attack at both Celine and at Zabak. No. So, Zabak. <laughs> That's a miss. Almost a critical fumble. Wow. And Celine. 27. Shield. Misses it by one, doesn't yep. it? Yep. <laughs> uh, and it's Mercer's turn again. Uh, I gotta look at something real quick. She is huge, correct? She is large. Perfect, that's still good enough. He's small. That's two size categories. If she was an adult red dragon, then she would be considered uh, huge. That's fine, that's fine. It actually probably helps me out. Anyways. Actually, thinking about it, I think I've been treating her as an adult red dragon for roleplay's sake, but statistically speaking, she's supposed to be a young red dragon. 
Yep. That's what I do. What do you do? <laughs> Mercer runs right up under her. Oh no. So he's like right off over here, underneath her. Okay. So he can see down the steps. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thunderstep. Oh, heck yeah. Bye! <laughs> How much, what's the range on that? 90 feet. No, 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 not the range. I mean, the range of where the thunder damage affects. Oh, man. And is that a scroll? Within five feet of your destination, and it is a scroll. Okay, so I need you to roll, make sure. I'm uh, golden. Well, here's the other question. Is Thunderstep a spell that's on the Artificer spell list? These were these scrolls were made for me. Well, yeah, I mean, anybody can make you a scroll. The question no. is, is Thunderstep on your spell list? No. Okay, then as rules is written, you can't cast it. You can cast a spell. Mm -mm. If you look at the scrolls, it says you have to have the spell as a spell you can cast. No. Okay, these have been made for me this entire time. Yeah, and the fireball was the only one you've used. So No, really... I've been using Thunderstep. Have you? Yes, I have ten scrolls of them. And I'm down to four. Okay, roll the damage. Or is it a saving throw? Uh, they make a constitution saving throw. Okay. That was a mistake on my part. Twenty-six. Yeah, so I knew she was gonna save. But it wasn't so much for that. As it was to get the F out of Dodge. It was to put me in a way that she can't get to me, but I can still hit her. <laughs> You're lucky because next round I knew exactly what she was going to do and you weren't going to like it. Mercer's almost dead. Yeah, I know. Uh, 17, so that'd be 16, 8 points of thunder damage. Alrighty. That's... And then he turns around so he can see her. Um, okay. It is Zabak's turn. Flanking with my weapon, you have advantage. Nice. Hmm. Fifteen hit. Um. How are you? Fifteen. That's a miss. Ah, that's much better. Twenty-two to hit. Yeah, it's gonna hit. Yeah. <laughs> Minimum damage. Eight. No, nine points. Nine total. Okay. And you're raging, right? Yep. All right. Which means she'll have a ban. Uh, no, that wasn't a reckless attack, was it? No, it was just a rage. Just a rage, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so that was the back. It is now Esther's turn. Des no, she's, she's grown. Good. Eight hit points. Mm -hmm. Eight hit points. What does Esther do? Uh, uh, uh. Celine turns back and goes, "Go hide in the hidey hole." Mass hailing word. And then I'm gonna run away. You can you can go back in there, pop in there, and have some protection. 
Oh, wait, I have to either get up or do you, mass hailing word, don't I? No, you can do both. I can do both? Okay. Tap your movement to stand up. Oh, that's so right. So you go... Get up, go five, hide. 10, 15. So you have cover. Well, actually, you can cast your spell here. And then you can go here and have cover. Oh, wait, mass hailing word's a bonus action. So, uh, magic missile. I get up, my magic missile. Um... If you're going to do magic missile, you can't cast mass healing. Mass healing's a bonus. I know. If you cast a spell as a bonus action, you're only allowed to cast a uh, cantrip as a standard action. Okay, then. I will do firebolt. That's fine. Either way, you can duck behind the wall and have cover. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah, but some of that stuff requires you to roll dice, so what do you okay. think? So, <laughs> firebolt. Okay. Hey, that's going to be 26 to hit. Okay. And... Seven points of damage. Nothing happens. Uh, well, yeah. Okay. Oh, I forgot. Uh, mass healing word. And everybody's going to get... I'm helping. Excuse me. <laughs> Not a lot. Um, four points of health. Hey, that's... It, it's not hey. meant to be a super powerful spell unless you cast it at a really high level. Yeah, I know. But hey, you helped heal. I helped. Kind of paid back what was given to you. Yeah. That's Esther. It is Celine's turn. So... I... I forgot to do that. Anyways. You're lucky. Uh, booming Blade. Alrighty. And that's going to be a 29 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Uh, 19 points of damage. And then critical hit from the spiritual weapon. Okay. Uh, for an additional nine points. Is that already doubled? Yeah, I roll my dice versus multiplying. Okay. Um, so, how is Zabak looking? She is better off than Esther. No, I can't do anything about Esther. Okay. Um, Celine's doing okay at the moment, yeah. so, um... Eleven points back to the back. Okay. She's fully healed again. Okay, so we both are pretty good now. Alrighty. How is how is Aurora looking? 
Uh, give me just a second and I will tell you. <laughs> she is I gotta say she's quite quite at uh she's looking about 50-50 right now. So Celine sits there and goes, stand down. You already know that we are going to take care of your mother. Alright. Aurora's turn. She goes, you haven't lived what I've had to live through. And she attempts to bite Celine. Not Celine. 29. That hits. Yep. One shy of a crit. Twelve points piercing, six points fire. Twelve and three. And then two claws. One at Selene and one at uh, Zabak. No. So, Selene. Yeah, that's a that's a miss. It's a fifteen that misses. Oh yeah, she like slaps her claw out of the way, like knock it off. And that's a 16 on the back, so that doesn't hit. It's like stopping a spoiled brat. Ha And... Yeah. Uh, by the way, wisdom saving throw, please. Oh. Eighteen. Half damage. Ooh, that was such a good roll. Sorry. <laughs> 22, so 11 points. Man, you guys are taking the phrase nickel and dime to a whole well, new level. When you're dealing with someone that has almost 200 plus probably hit points, you know, 20, you know, 20s here or there is nickel and diming. There's nothing you can do. Well, that and she keeps making her saving throws, so. Yep. Okay. Uh... At Mercer's turn. Oops, I used that. Uh, Mercer is going to reach into his bag, pull out his last stone of or crystal of explosion. Oh, catapult. Yep. How many catapults does he have left? Three more. Wow, after he used, like, what, three or four of them? He's only used one, this fight. Yeah, but he hasn't rested. He used, like, three of them in the cauldron. Oh, you're right. Why did I not mark those down? So, no, he do actually, he doesn't have those. Um, so, he's going to use his action to create his uh, force cannon. And as a bonus action, he's going to force cannon. Because it takes an action to create it. 
He's not created yet this round, or this encounter. I thought he had it from the last fight with Ildreva. No, he's never used his Force Cannon in that fight. Oh, okay. He was using his spells, that's why he doesn't yeah, have any spell slots gotcha. left. Gotcha, okay. Uh, that's going to be a 23 to hit. What's the range on the cannon? 90. Is it 90? Yep. Okay. What's that? What'd you say you rolled to hit? 23. Okay. Uh, seven points, and she's pushed five feet right into the wall. All right. Well, she can't move. Correct, feet. but it's it's one of those boom smack on the wall. How much damage did you say you did? Uh, a seven. And then Mercer does what Mercer does best: five, ten, and takes three quarter cover behind the wall. <laughs> Basically, he is literally just like this. One eye so we can keep an eye on her. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to be that annoying gnat. Uh, okay. So that's Mercer. Yep. It's Vex's turn. Alright. You have advantage. Good. Oh, Crit. natural 20. Yeah, buddy. Decent. Better than half. 21 points of damage. That's the most damage you guys have done this entire time. And for my second attack. Well, she would be taking more if she wasn't making saves. 15. Like I said, that's the most damage you guys have made. 15 misses. Yeah, I know. Been pretty close to twenty between my two attacks. <laughs> okay, so that was the back's turn. Esther. Go big, go home. Yeah. Whatever, whatever big spells you got, bust them out now. Yes, indeed. The big bad magic missile. That's not the last star on your jacket, is it? No. She's not. She's only used it once in the fight with the hag. So I don't know how many she recouped. How many did you get back? Oh, okay. 22 points of damage. Okay, now that's the most damage you've done. Da, 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 da. And then you tuck into the cavern again. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Okay. Um, that was Esther Celine. Okay. Um, same thing as always. Um, booming Blade. Okay. Oh, I almost critted on her. That's a 29 to hit. That's a hit. Uh, 15 points of damage. And then a crit with the um, spiritual weapon. Ooh. For 13 points. 
right at zero. And as she she goes down, and she looks up, she goes, "All right, fine, just fine, just spare me. I'll turn around and leave. You'll never see her here for me again." You hear? I'm gonna kill you, motherfucker! As he just charges in. No. Okay. So he's not. He's not. Oh no! She crossed the line. <laughs> she got. She had her warning. Once from him, twice from Celine. Okay. He's killing her. In that case, <clears throat> you're still in initiative. It's either going to be some sort of a dash to get up there. Oh, it's a dash. It's going to take me two rounds to do it. Okay. Because if he's saying no, then in the following round, she does something else. Okay. Um, she still has her spiritual guardians up. Mm-hmm. It's her turn, right? Yeah. So... She needs to like, make... Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I get that. You hit her at zero. She's going to die. But she does one last thing before she dies as a final hoorah. Well, she's unconscious. She can't. No, it says right in here, if she goes down and you don't take her deal, she does one last thing. Oh, no. Mercer kills her. Okay. So, in the midst of that, she says, fine, let's off the most god-awful roar you can hear, and you feel the entire cavern start to just shake. Yeah. As it starts to crumble to pieces. That's fine. So you guys... Do, 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 do. <laughs> I'm horrible. So you guys are now in a... We need to escape the collapsing nexus and get back to the ship. At the risk of being buried alive. We just go out the backside. Your ship is still over here inside the cavern. That's fine. We still we can still go out this way. No, 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 no. If you don't get your ship out, the ship's going to be buried alive, too. Well, hopefully they're not stupid. They don't start moving out of the cavern. You still need to get back to your ship. Otherwise, you're going to be completely separated from the okay. ship. Okay. Question. Mm. From a time perspective, how much time... Because I'm assuming, like, what we're looking at the map-wise is essentially the, the, the size of the in, the encounter we have to do to get around. Mm-hmm. So you guys have essentially four rounds to get back. Okay. So, Zebek, you move the fastest, right? Mm-hmm. So, in theory, right... If I if I understand the, the, the rough terrain here. Mm-hmm. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, 65, 70, 75, 80, correct? Mm-hmm. Round one. You still have to take the same routes to get back. No, we go out the back. This 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 is okay. Uh, okay, so map wise when it comes to the terrain, if you go out that way. It takes almost five times longer to get back around to your ship. This way just leads out to a big open ocean. Correct. We all have the ability to swim underwater. We have the stuff from the underwater stuff. She can dash, moving 80 feet per round. She can swim 80 feet and get all the way over here. So in four rounds, she can go 240 feet. Pushing a level of exhaustion, but yeah. 
No, that's standard movement. Nothing, nothing to do with exhaustion. But dashing that many times uh-huh. back to you can, back You can back. dash your rounds, yeah. So she can get all the way over here and go, get the boat out of the water, the collapse is coming down, and we, a few rounds later, do, 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 swim out to them. Okay. Okay. I... I'm just asking, because, I mean, she flew in this way. That tells me that, in theory, this is open in some fashion. It is, but she's also had hours upon hours upon hours, because you guys took an eight-hour rest up here, plus whatever time it took for you to get through, deal with the load stone. Oh, and that's fine. I'm not concerned about that. I'm just, I'm, for the for Conception to get from here to here, I can go out this way and not deal with the collapsing tunnels. And I can get out to the boat and have someone yell, move the boat out before it collapses. Uh, That's why I'm asking. Right. I, I get that. I'm just... Because also, that gives Mercer more time to do what he wants to do. What does Mercer want to do? So she's here at the entrance. Mm-hmm. Forceful. 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 She's now floating in the water. Dead body. Force bolt. Force bolt. Force bolt. Alright. Force bolt. Ah, Force bolt. Force bolt. Force bolt. I dismember this dragon. Dragons are worth money. Scales, bones, teeth, alchemical recipes. That's going to take a lot because she's also going to be sinking in the water a lot too. That's fine. I mean, because bodies float. Until they get waterlogged, they float. I'll tell you what. Here's what I will do. Um, She does still have all of her golden stuff on her. Like the decoration and stuff she wears. Yeah, because she probably has some magical items. No, she doesn't have any magical items. Oh, wow, she got hosed. Well, she's a red dragon. She has her ego above everything else. Mm-hmm. What I'll do is you can either have enough time to try to pull all the gold off of her or try to scavenge what you can before you get to your ship from her. But I'm not gonna, you're not going to be able to get her body back over to your ship. I'll scavenge whatever I can get off her and then swim away. Okay. Um, you guys are level eight. Six survival checks. After that, the weight of all of the decorations and stuff causes her body to sink to the point where you're just not going to be able to. Survival. Mercer. Now here's a question: Can can Selene assist as she's helping? Is she, she proficient in survival? Uh, you don't have to be proficient to assist. It's just to to assist because she has the same thing that right. Mercer does. So she can be swimming down with the body as well to help him, and all she has to do is roll ten to give him advantage. 
Yeah, I'll let you have it. Okay. So, Celine rolls. That's an 11. He has advantage. So, a second roll. Okay. So, um, 15. 15. Okay. That's going to be a fail. Okay. So, a straight roll. That's going to be a fail. Celine, 16, gives him advantage. Uh, 15, so that's a fail. 18. Uh, 17. 17. Um, yeah, that one he'll get. Okay, so that's 4. 17 again to assist. Uh, that's going to be a uh, 20. A 20? Mm-hmm. Okay, that'll succeed. And a fail on the assist. And another uh, 15, so one. All right, so you succeeded on two of them? Yeah, two. Okay. What exactly was he going for? Anything shiny. Was he going for the, the decorations or, like, actual dragon scale? Uh, at this point, he's going for the decorations. Decorations, okay. Then that's going to be a little different. Of all the stuff he can pull off of her... How much room does he have in his backpack? Mercer specifically has... Two hundred pounds. Actually, two hundred and eight point seven pounds. Okay. And I assume Celine has a bag of holding as well? Yes, and she has uh, 100 pounds capacity. Okay. So just over 300. Both of their bags are going to be maxed out as they get 3,100 pieces uh, worth of gold. Okay. Now the real question I have for you. Does he get the eyepiece that covers her eye? Eyepiece that covers. Her. Yeah, she has the she has the metal plate that covers her eye. No, she didn't have a metal plate that covered her eye. She just had a thing on her head, and it happened to cover one section of her eye. Yeah, but it was it was decorative. You talking that piece right there on her? Yeah, because that's that's decorative. Yeah, that would have been part of it. Okay, cool. He keeps that as a trophy. <laughs> okay. Oh, just wait. Oh, Lord. I'm going to find a goldsmith. <clears throat> all right. Um, once all that is said and done, um, Gavin actually uh, uh, comes crawling out of the wreckage of what's left. Um And he just happens to have uh, extra pieces of jewelry that were left behind in the wreckage. Mm -hmm. So 250 gold worth of 
just other bits and pieces. Okay. Um, as an expression of his gratitude for attempting to help you, um, he presents you with a scrying pool that he held on to. <clears throat> oh, uh, side question real quick. Um, the head, the head dress that, that, that covers her eye and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, how much gold is that worth? That's not getting sold. That's something he Mercer is keeping. Okay. Uh, 75. Okay. Um, after that, he, uh, um, he goes, okay, so I wasn't entirely honest when we met, and so I kind of apologize. I, I may have been a, a wizard in another lifetime, but, um, with this scrying pool, if you're willing to let me join you, I might still be able to find a way to help you guys out, as well as get rid of this... Find me. Okay. And, uh... Oh, last thing. Um, you still have that speaking stone, don't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, after all is said and done, you guys have gotten back on the ship and everything, that speaking stone kicks on again, and you hear the, uh, the Archimandrite's voice again, and he goes, If you can hear me, you have my word. We will stop you. And that star will be ours. And, and you have dead. And I respond anyways, whether he hears or not. <laughs> and I will piss on your dead corpse. Dang, man. <laughs> Boop. And I hang up myself. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about us, you can find us on Facebook at the LARP channel. Until next time, stay safe and have fun.